0: So, how do you want to do this? I mean, should I sit or stand or what? Oh,
1: you can sit and relax, will you? Oh,
0: sorry, sorry. I've never been interviewed before. Really? With
1: well, the host for Adventures and Odyssey, I would have thought tons of people would want to interview you.
0: Nope.
1: Wow, an exclusive. Oh, well, there's nothing to it. I just ask you the questions, and uh, you answer them in the tape recorder here.
0: Oh, you sure that's it? Oh, of course.
1: It's like this one I did with uh, Magic Johnson.
0: The basketball star? That's
1: him. Got it right here. Uh, Wow. There, there. Now, just uh, punch play, and you'll see how easy it is.
0: Okay. That didn't sound like Magic Johnson.
1: Yeah, you're right. He sings a whole lot better than that. Oh, that's why. Wrong cassette. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, let's get started, shall we? Uh,
0: oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Now then, to begin with, um, what's it like working on Adventures in Odyssey?
0: Oh, it's great. I mean, we have a lot of fun, and I really That's love it. That's all sh-
1: just uh, fun?
0: Uh, well, no, it's hard work, too. Oh, see, really? really
1: I... uh, what makes it so hard?
0: Oh, well, making sure we get everything right. Uh, and so
1: I... you're saying there are times when you get things wrong? Well,
0: no, 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 not exactly. Well, yeah. you
1: just said that you have to work hard to get things right, didn't you?
0: Well, yeah, but... So I... if
1: you have to work hard to get things right, then it follows that most of the time you do things wrong, right? Well,
0: no, I mean, I wouldn't put it that way. Well, then how
1: would you put it?
0: Well, I just think that sometimes I look at things differently than our engineers. Oh,
1: you mean they're difficult to work with.
0: Oh, no, I didn't say that. Then
1: you're difficult to work with. Well, no. Come on now, Chris. If you see things one way and they see things another way, that means that one of you is difficult to work with. Now, which is it? You or them? Wait a minute. This is supposed to be an interview, not an inquisition. Just what paper do you
0: write for anyway? This one. The Daily Mudslinger?
1: Yeah, we get the dirt on everybody.
0: You're nothing but a muckraker.
1: Hey, hey, hey. It
0: isn't a bad
1: word. Oh, yeah? Then what does it mean?
0: Well, it means... No, I'm not going to tell you.
1: Can't say it on the air, huh?
0: Not at all. I'd just rather let today's adventure and odyssey explain it instead. And we'll get started with it in just a minute. You
1: can see the headline now. Family show host has foul mouth. Oh, be quiet. Can I quote you? <gasps>
2: Is he ready?
3: The Institute has helped me, in a very real sense, define my calling.
2: Does she know what she wants out of life? It's been
1: practical application stuff. I'm leaving a um, a stronger believer, really. Do
3: they know where to start? It's more clear to me what my goals and duties are as a Christian, I think. Um, and how I can engage people around me in the discussion about truth and Jesus Christ.
2: The Focus on the Family Institute is a one-semester program that will help your son or daughter define their future and bring focus to their dreams. And it's hard to put into words what you will experience here, but I'll tell you that it will be life-changing.
0: It's allowed me to get a godly perspective versus what the world teaches me. Through, you know, through the media and through other outlets of what a family is supposed to look like. The
2: focus on the Family Institute, world-class education, and a life-changing experience. You can find more information at
0: focusinstitute.org. That's focusinstitute.org. I'll tell you that
4: it'll be life-changing.
0: Lucy has covered quite a few stories since she became a reporter with her school newspaper, The Odyssey Owl. Right now, she's in the office of Dale Jacobs, Editor of the Odyssey Times newspaper, looking for another story. Let's join her.
5: Oh, sorry to keep you waiting, Lucy.
6: But that's all right, Mr. Jacobs. I'm sure the editor of the Odyssey Times has better things to do than help a cub reporter for the Odyssey Owl. Oh,
5: nonsense. It's the cub reporters for the Odyssey Owl today who will be the editors of the Odyssey Times tomorrow. And you can quote me. I think I have the right file. Consumer uh, Consumer Affairs.
6: Yeah, thank you.
5: And uh, what's this all about? Uh, Mrs. Medloff wants you to do an article about... uh, What was it again?
6: Mrs. Medloff asked me to do an article on a company who's had trouble with their products. You know, products people complain about. It's a new Consumer Helps column she wants to start.
7: Ah, she's
5: turning you into a muckraker.
6: I beg your pardon?
5: A muckraker. It's a newspaper term. Someone who exposes uh, corruption in business or politics. Um, I think the original idea was that reporters raked through the muck to get to the truth.
6: Oh. Well, I'm just glad to do something different. But I didn't know how to find a business anyone's complained about.
5: Did you ask around the school?
6: Yeah. The only thing I found was that the soda machine in the cafeteria doesn't give the correct change. I wanted to write about something bigger. Something more important.
5: Well, uh, that file has clippings from news services all over the state. There's a business that's been under investigation over the past few months. It'll be in there.
6: Hmm. What's this? Hmm. Calvin Bloom Company in Connellsville?
5: Calvin Bloom Company. Oh, they make uh, face cream and hair products, uh, shampoo and the like.
6: It says the government was after them for using green dye number 94 in their AccuGel.
5: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. AccuGel is a shampoo.
6: This might be worth investigating. But what in the world is green dye number 94?
8: Well, green dye number 94 was exactly what you'd expect a chemical used in certain hair products to give them a green color. You know how shampoos are made in different colors, right? Uh huh. Well, that's what green dye number 94 did. It changed the shampoo from a very simple white to a fresh, clean, minty green. To borrow an advertising slogan, (laughs) I guess having clean hair isn't enough for some people. Their shampoo has to come in pretty colors, too.
6: So what was wrong with green dye number 94?
8: Well, the dye caused scalp irritations, itching, flaking, rashes, that sort of thing. So a couple of months ago, the Food and Drug Administration in Washington, D.C. declared it unsafe and told all the shampoo companies to stop using it.
6: But according to the articles in this file, the government accused the Calvin Bloom Company of using the dye after they said to stop.
8: Well, every now and then, if a company has poured a lot of money into a product, they'll challenge the government's uh, findings. Hi, guys. Well, hi, Connie.
4: Hi, Connie. Have you seen my smock, Wit?
8: Yes, it's hanging out the back of the door in the kitchen.
6: Okay, thanks. Then I guess it's the dead end. I'll have to find another business to rake muck
8: over. Rake muck over a business? Oh, I think you mean... (laughs) Well, never mind.
4: So that closes the case on AccuGel. What am I going to do? Gel. I used to use that shampoo until, until it gave me a rash. Is it in the newspaper? These are old articles. Oh, because I had to go to the doctor and everything. In fact, I wasn't the only one. There was another woman there with the same problem.
8: Oh, when was this? I don't remember you going to the doctor.
4: Well, it wasn't a big deal. I went on my day off last week. Last week? Uh huh. I, I mean, I'm okay. The rash went away. Well, wait a minute, Connie. You say you used AcuGel last week and got a rash? Yeah. What's wrong? Why are you looking at me like that? Don't tell me it's like radioactive or
6: something. No, it's just that the Calvin Bloom company was supposed to stop using that green dye number 94 two months ago. And you're saying you had a problem with it last week? Uh Uh-huh. What do you think, Mr. Whitaker? Is the company still using the dye?
8: Oh, you're the reporter, Lucy. Maybe it's uh, something you should check into.
6: Maybe I will. (laughs)
7: Okie dokie, Lucy, why don't you just hop up on the table here and we'll check you out.
6: No, Dr. Bloomberg, I'm not here for an examination.
7: You're not? Then what are you doing with that thermometer in your mouth?
6: The nurse put it in before I... Hold
7: on there. There we go.
6: Ugh, thank you. The nurse put it in before I could explain. I'm here to ask you a couple of questions.
7: Oh, your temperature's normal, by the way. How about if I check your blood pressure?
6: You really don't have to.
7: Oh, it's my job. Now, what can I do for you?
6: I was wondering about Connie Kendall's rash.
7: Oh, don't worry. It's not contagious.
6: No, not that. I wanted to ask you a couple of questions about it.
7: Well, I'm really not allowed to talk about my other patients, Lucy.
6: But she told me to talk to you.
7: Oh? What's this all about?
6: I'm doing an article for the Odyssey Owl.
7: Oh, that's cute. And you're writing about skin problems?
6: Not exactly. You see, Connie said she used AcuGel shampoo and got a rash from
7: it. Well, we don't know that for sure. I mean... She had switch shampoos, and it made sense that it might be the reason for the rash. That's all. You're doing an article about shampoos?
6: No, but Connie said there was another woman in here with the same problem.
7: Skin irritations, yes. Well, your blood pressure's okay.
6: Thank you. Did she use AccuGel, too?
7: She did, as a matter of fact. But I'm not certain the shampoo is to blame. Rashes can be caused by a number of things. I'd have to see a number of cases like that before I'd link AccuGel with the problem. Uh, say ah. Uh.
6: Ah. Uh, what was the woman's name? I'd like to talk to her.
7: Uh, I can't give out that kind of information, Lucy. <sighs> All right, let me have a look at those ears.
6: But this could be important, Doctor.
7: <laughs> For the school newspaper. Uh, turn your head this way, please.
6: Uh, yes, we like to write about important things sometimes.
7: Scalp irritations. You know, I have some interesting acne cases I could tell you about.
6: Please, Dr. Bloomberg, let me talk to the woman.
7: You know, when I was in school, our newspaper talked about the student council and had comics and told corny jokes. When did they start taking everything so seriously? I don't know. I just think there's a story here. All right. Breathe deep and exhale slowly, please.
6: Doctor, I Ah,
7: to... no talking. Again. Fine. All right, you want to play the investigative journalist? Here's what I'll do I'll call her myself and ask her if she'll talk to you. If she will, she'll call. Otherwise, you better forget it. Thank you. Anything else? Want one of those toys from the treasure chest in the lobby?
6: No, thank you. Not really.
7: You sure?
3: Hello, Lucy. I'm Jim Norton with Public Relations here at Calvin Bloom Company. Thanks for coming out.
6: My pleasure.
3: You say you're a reporter?
6: Uh Uh-huh. With the Odyssey Owl. Have you heard of it?
3: No, I'm sorry.
6: Oh, it's our school newspaper. (laughs) I see. Why are you laughing?
3: Oh, I'm sorry. Being interviewed by Lucy from the Odyssey Owl is, well, cute, I suppose.
6: Why does everybody keep saying that? This isn't cute. It's an important article. Of
3: course it is. I'm sorry. How can I help you?
6: I wanted to talk to you about green dye number 94.
3: All right. What about it?
6: Hmm. Your company had a run-in with the government about using the dye in AccuGel after they said to stop,
3: right? That's not entirely true. The government issued their decision after we had shipped a large number of the bottles. We tried to stop as many as we could, but some slipped through.
6: According to the articles I read, you kept making AccuGel with the dye.
3: Again, that's a mistake. I think a few newspapers were hot for a story that didn't exist. We did what the government asked us to do when they asked us to do it.
6: So AccuGel shouldn't cause any more rashes or irritations.
3: If it ever did in the first place, and we're not sure it did, then no, it shouldn't. Boy, you're a tough little reporter.
6: I'm not little, Mr. Norton. I mean, I'm little, but I'm not a little reporter.
3: Again, I'm sorry.
6: What if I said I knew of a couple of cases from last week where AcuGel caused a rash?
3: Then I'd ask you to tell me about the cases, and we'll investigate them.
6: Well, um, I can't do that exactly. Why not? One of the cases didn't say I could use her name, and I really don't know who the other one is yet.
3: Hmm. Then let me ask you a question, Lucy.
6: Yes, Mr. Norton?
3: Are you basing your article on fact, or are you just making it up as you go along?
6: Connie, a good journalist shouldn't get mad. Well, what did he do? He called me a little reporter and said the newspaper was cute mm. and then acted like I was making everything up. I'm not making this up, am I? You had a rash, right?
4: Well, yeah, but... Well, I we have to be careful about that. I don't know for sure that AccuGel gave it to me. Well, what about that other woman? I don't know. Have you talked to her?
6: No, but I haven't been home if she tried to call. Can I use the phone? Maybe my mom or
4: dad got a message. Yeah, sure, go ahead. I don't think Whit would mind. Where is Mister Whitaker? I thought he'd be here. Well, he's at his skydiving lessons. Skydiving? <laughs> yeah, that's
2: how I reacted too. Excuse me, Miss. Hi. I was told I might find Lucy Schultz here.
6: Oh yeah, well she's... I'm Lucy Schultz. You're Lucy? <sighs> but I
2: thought Lucy Schultz is a reporter. I am. This is some kind of joke.
4: Maybe if you told
2: us what you wanted... Dr. Bloomberg said a reporter wanted to talk to me about AccuGel.
6: Yes, that's me. I'm writing an article for the Odyssey Owl.
2: (laughs) The Odyssey Owl? Maybe I made a mistake.
6: No, wait. Are you the woman who had the problem with AccuGel?
2: Yes, but I didn't know I was going to talk to a little kid about it. I have some very important information, and I thought I'd be getting it into the hands of a real reporter.
4: She is a real reporter.
2: Yeah,
6: I'm writing an article about the problems with AccuGel for our newspaper. You can tell me anything. I don't know. This is
2: kind of weird.
6: Please, I don't have an article without your help. Who reads this
2: owl? Well, students and their parents. Well, it's better than nothing, I guess. It is, it is. Is there somewhere we can talk privately? You see, my story isn't just about the shampoo and a measly rash. It isn't? No. Up until last week, I worked for the Calvin Bloom Company, and there are a lot of things going on there that people need to be warned about.
6: Wow, this could be a real scoop.
2: You want a scoop, honey? I'll give you a scoop.
0: Hmm, we'll continue today's adventure in Odyssey right after this.
8: If you're looking for something fun to do, you'll find it at witsend.org. You'll get the latest Odyssey news, scoops, and reviews. Just about everything you need to know about Adventures in Odyssey is on witsend.org.
1: Log on today. Hi, Stephen Curtis Chapman here. I love stories, and that's why I'm excited about the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe movie. But did you know you can hear the story before you see the movie? Focus on the Family Radio Theater has dramatized the entire Chronicles of Narnia series from C.S. Lewis. So whether in the car or at home, families can listen to these dramatic stories from the Chronicles of Narnia, produced by Focus on the Family. Complete details are available at internarnia.com. And now, back to the adventure.
8: Is AccuGel as safe as Calvin Bloom Company says it is? Or is Green Dye Number 94 still being secretly used to save the company money? This reporter wonders if their money saved is costing the customer more than anyone can suspect.
4: Boy, oh boy, that article is really serious. Well,
8: it sure is. Lucy made some tough accusations in there. Uh, what do you think, Dale? Well, Lucy's a good writer, I'll say that much.
4: I'm surprised Mrs. Metloff printed it. I mean, as the editor, shouldn't she have stopped it or, or toned it down or something?
5: Well, I talked to her about that this morning. From her point of view, Lucy did
8: everything she was supposed to do. She got comments from both sides. Well, technically that's true, but you could tell from the writing that Lucy was after the Calvin Bloom Company. This mystery woman was portrayed as a victim who was physically hurt by the company and then fired for complaining. Mm. (laughs) Somehow, I doubt the story is as simple as that.
5: You know as well as I do that it's hard for any reporter not to take sides, whether they mean to or not. But does Lucy understand that? I don't know. Does anybody know who this mystery woman is? I don't.
4: Um, well... You know Connie? Well, uh, Well, she met Lucy here while you were at your skydiving lesson.
8: Can you tell us her name?
4: I don't know if I should. I kind of figured it was a secret.
8: That's all right, then. Don't worry.
4: Marjorie
5: Sadler. I never heard of her. Marjorie Sadler? Oh, no. What's wrong? Marjorie Sadler has visited my office a number of times. Every week she has a new complaint against somebody. Mm-hmm. The guys in the newsroom call her the crank lady. Two weeks ago she said the Nazis were putting drugs in the city water supply to make us all move to Germany. Uh-oh. Come to think of it... She once mentioned that she worked part-time for the Calvin Bloom Company. Good grief. Well, somebody should tell Lucy. I have a feeling somebody probably already is.
1: Hello? Hi, Lucy. I think you may remember me.
6: I'm Jim Norton from the Calvin Bloom Company. Oh. I think we should have a little talk.
3: Thank you for coming, Lucy. We'll gladly reimburse you for your bus fare.
6: That's all right, Mr. Norton. It's only 50 cents.
3: Are you sure you wouldn't rather talk to me with your parents present?
6: No, sir. I wrote this article and I'm ready to stand by it. I have nothing to hide.
3: Good. Who was the mystery woman in your article?
6: I can't reveal my sources.
3: Where did you get most of your information about us?
6: I'm sorry, Mr. Norton, but I'm not allowed to say.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. That's all right. I didn't believe you'd tell me anyway. You didn't? No. Lucy, let me tell you a story. A different story from the one you wrote. Except this story is true.
6: Isn't that what you're supposed to say?
3: I suppose it is. But this story can be supported with documented evidence. Okay. It has to be off the record. You can't print a word of what I'm about to tell you. Oh? I don't want someone to get hurt any more than she already has. She... I believe the source for your article was a former employee of ours. Miss Marjorie Sadler is her name?
6: I'm not allowed to say.
3: Right. Well, the reason Miss Sadler is a former employee is because she was caught cheating on her time cards. In other words, she wrote down that she worked more hours than she actually did. We warned her about it once, even twice, but she continued to do it. We could have taken legal action to get our money back, but decided not to. We simply asked her to leave the company instead. We thought we were being very compassionate. Obviously, Miss Sadler didn't think so.
6: You have proof of all this?
3: Right here in my filing cabinet. You see, I believe she approached you with this story about her rash and the idea that we're still using Green Dye Number 94 to try to hurt our company, to get back at us. And she succeeded through you.
6: But but what about the rashes?
3: People get rashes for a number of reasons. I think Dr. Bloomberg will testify to that.
6: Yeah, he sort of already did.
3: It's like I told you before. We did what the government asked us to do when they asked us to do it. You won't find a trace of green dye number 94 or anything dangerous in our products. Do you believe me? I'm confused. Lucy, you seem like a nice girl. I don't think you were intentionally trying to hurt our company by what you did. You simply got caught up in what sounded like a hot story. Fortunately, your newspaper is small, and your editor has promised to print a retraction. She has? Yes, it will help. But we can't begin to guess at the kind of damage you've done to us. Your article put ideas into people's minds that weren't there before. When they pick up AccuGel off the shelf, they may think twice before buying. Not because we did something wrong, but because they read your article.
6: I'm sorry, Mr. Milton. I feel so terrible. What can I do?
3: Nothing, really. Except write that retraction. Hello?
6: Hello? May I speak with Miss Marjorie Sadler, please? Lucy. Lucy Schultz. I'm the reporter for the Odyssey Owl you talked to a few days ago. I wrote the article about you and AccuGel. Oh,
2: yes! Good article! Guess that'll put them in their place. You
6: use me, Miss Sadler.
2: What are you talking about? You expose them to the world! Now, everyone will know that Calvin Bloom Company is run by a bunch of Nazis who want to brainwash us with their shampoo. They'll turn us into a bunch of
6: goose-stepping robots, they will. Goodbye, Miss Sadler.
4: with great regret that this newspaper and, in particular, this reporter made the article about the Calvin Bloom Company available to the public. It was an error in fact and in judgment. Boy, Lucy, weren't you a little hard on yourself there? I don't think so.
8: I took a lot of courage to write that retraction, Lucy. I'm proud of you.
6: Proud, Mr. Whitaker? I made an idiot out of myself. Well, you couldn't have known. I believed Miss Sadler. Worse, I wanted to believe her. I was so determined to write an article that would make people take me seriously that I didn't check all the facts. That's a crime for a reporter.
8: Well, not only for reporters.
6: But my mistake hurt more than just me. What about the Calvin Bloom Company? They didn't do anything wrong. And they'll probably suffer because of what I wrote.
8: Well, you're probably right, Lucy. And I'm glad you're thinking about it, even if it hurts a bit. But I think there's an even greater lesson to be learned here. And I hope it's something you'll remember for the rest of your life. What? I hope you've learned to appreciate the power of the written word.
6: Oh, I have, Mr. Whitaker. What do you mean?
8: Well, you know how ideas float around in our minds, but they don't mean anything until we take action on them. Words can be spoken, hang in the air, slip into our ears and thoughts, but... Even they can be ignored or forgotten. Something you said to me two weeks ago can become a distant memory.
4: (laughs) Sometimes I forget what someone said two minutes ago.
8: Oh, golly. Well, words, when expressed upon a page, suddenly have new power and meaning. Something written two weeks ago or even 2,000 years ago can be as alive today as it was when it was written.
4: You mean the Bible, huh?
8: Yes, the Bible, because it's a very special book, written in a very special way, but... I'm talking about anything written down. Books, letters, diaries, notes, articles, even scribbles. When it's written, it has the unique power to affect us not once, but again and again and again.
6: I know, I know.
8: Good. And as painful as this experience has been for you, Lucy, I think you'll remember what it's taught you for a long time. You'll be a better reporter and, I hope, a more responsible writer in whatever you write. It's a lesson we all need to learn.
0: Oh, wit is absolutely right. We should never underestimate the power of the written word. Uh, don't you agree, Mr. Reporter?
1: Well, yeah, I guess I could handle my interviews more responsibly.
0: Yeah, I think you could.
1: Hey, there might even be a story in that. Hmm. Journalist turns responsible, vows to write only the facts.
0: Uh, why don't you work on it?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think I will.
0: Meanwhile, I'll tell you where you can do some responsible writing of your own, and that's to us here in Odyssey. Just address your card or letter to Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. In Canada, write to Box 9800, Vancouver, B.C., V6B4G3. And when you write, don't forget to ask about how you can get a copy of this broadcast. Just mention today's date in your card or letter. The address, once again, is Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80995. Adventures in Odyssey is a presentation of focus on the family. Muckraker was written by Paul McCusker and directed by Phil Lawler. Our production engineer was Bob Luttrell, and our executive producer, Chuck Bolte. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey.